0: so far about comedy you are you started, starting this of course yeah <laughs>
1: did you want and to do like a clap for your
0: we already clapped you clapped I okay. clapped off screen what have you learned so far about uh, asking uh, comics new old comics you're probably a better interviewer than I figured uh, than you probably figured than what might appear to others that you may are you asking a question right now I like yeah <laughs> like so if you had <laughs> if you had a car and you wanted to park somewhere in Edmonton where would you park not in front of a fire hydrant that's my first pro tip this is why we this is why we're so (laughs) glad that uh, we have you on the show there uh kevin but have you learned anything i mean we have a our first big guest here in the hot seat he's gigantic that's not why he's a nice guy he's actually slimmed down but uh (laughs) what? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Simon. I, mean, we I seriously have
2: to fucking listen to
0: this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys
2: were like, don't talk for five minutes. And you're like, yo, Simon's so kind of fucking fat. <laughs> right, so I lost a little bit of weight.
0: He's still fucking fat, though. He's huge. <laughs> no, 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 listen. I got myself in a train <laughs> car. Don't, farm, don't, right? it, don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> cut it, don't cut it. We won't, but... Every sentence you say, it's like
2: you're backing yourself into a little corner.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, for a straight guy, he's pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, I don't know either. Uh, let's reset. Uh, how'd your? Uh, what do you? Would you say something, man? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know about this intro. You know? <laughs> I think yeah. We could find us uh, easier place to cut in from. I mean, well,
3: no, this is fine. Um, what did you want to talk to uh, about to me uh, instead of just like uh, uh, asking our guest questions? Well, you've seen. Uh, do you have like a topic in mind? Yeah. Did you, you see, see something on the yeah. internet and you well, want to discuss
0: it? It seems like you have. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. I saw people uh, coming in from uh, Vancouver and Toronto. Our first uh, kind of uh, comics traveling abroad coming in, doing some sets. It's nice. It's like a harken back to the before times.
3: Yeah. People are coming out of their basements and they're coming out of their cities. They're filtering through the, the Western Canada frontier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty good. It's cool. Yeah. We need, we need more people doing comedy. Yeah. yeah. I always get a subconscious when I'm doing like a, a set and like I look yeah. at the audience and I'm like, you guys know this shit. So if I'm going to pretend like you don't do know you this stuff. Do you think that they do? I think there's a number of super fans, quote unquote super fans, who can track the uh, performances well enough. You've got a, a gaggle of people following you around. That's not my set. But like, <laughs> I know they go to the shows a lot and... I'm just conscious of it. Like entering out of COVID, I'm like, new material, new material. That's the name of the game to get the comedy scene going again. Cause it would be so depressing. Four months off, and then you come back and it's the same old kind of like everyone has done their old material, but I always thought like fresh, fresh, fresh. So I'm like, COVID jokes are like, oh, too fresh. COVID jokes just suck.
3: It, it and a lot work. of COVID humor, a lot that's got to do with COVID humor is like on, uh, or a lot of jokes about the pandemic and shit like that. Is It's on the internet, so it's like it's meme humor. It's different. It doesn't work on stage. And like also, no one wants to hear about the pandemic that's currently crushing us under its heel. Yeah. Yeah, I can get why that might bum people up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless it's a really good joke, which it, it, like there definitely are good COVID jokes out there. There are much yeah. better writers doing it, but when it's like every idiot and their dog trying to joke about how uh, the grocery store is different now. Um, it's, yeah, it gets really tiring.
0: Yeah. No, I get you. You got to put a weird uh, twist on it if you're going to attack that at all. But the, the topics have become so contentious that we're not seeing a lot of low level, middle, uh, ground comedians, like tackling it as much. I mean, there's flirtations with like bigger ideas, like race relations and politics and all that stuff. But I think it's appropriate to kind of stick to humor at our level. You want everyone to get into, no, God, that would be, it would kill the seed probably. I would think leave that for like uh, the pros who know how to hammer out a concept. I think keep writing jokes about your penis is your advice. Yeah. If you, you want to put a little political tinge on it, you can, but you know, if, what, what if, yeah, what uh, if
2: your mat your, your penis refuses to wear a mask. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if it's like an anti-vaxxing yeah. penis? Yeah. What if it doesn't
0: like it shots?
3: That's problematic, right?
0: <laughs> or what if it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I can see that. That's a good point. Hey, you want to take a break and uh? I think that's yeah, that's sufficient. Yeah, I think that's sufficient of enough of a buffer because it's great. We got a good comic. We have a we have a really. I like this comic. People said it, they like him too. Uh, he's he's been doing it for a while. Yeah,
3: he's uh, he's he's a good comic, and he's been doing it for a while. Uh, everyone, the man, the mystery, the wardrobe. Simon Glassman. Simon
0: Glassman, the audience. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll come back and. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, Yay, okay. Yeah, we <laughs> Okay. It is strange. <laughs> it's very strange.
3: Okay. You'll now act as if you are in the room.
0: i <laughs> okay. you, you have to
2: pretend like this didn't just happen. <laughs> no, you can
0: definitely... I trust it.
2: Yeah.
0: Welcome, 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 Simon. Uh, yeah, sorry the uh, our, uh, our buffer system is a little weird. No, um, this is really good. I'm excited. Thanks. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh,
2: uh, it sounds like you have very strong opinions about the Edmonton comedy scene.
0: Maybe, and that's why we want to have you weigh in, because you've seen it long enough to sort of be impartial about... Uh, the movements that are happening, or the
2: opposite. I've been in it so long that it's
0: unlike a fish who doesn't know that he's in the water. Sometimes. David yeah. Foster Wallace. That's what right. the hell is this? This is water. I read. I did an essay about it. Oh, I, cool! is it, it like a poem? poem? That was. I don't know. It, it sounded, sounded like, like it. you were
2: doing a poem. I hope that you wrote an essay about all the other shit that I said. You? That you said? Everything that I say. I hope you're like, oh, I actually wrote a full essay. that. <laughs> 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 so
3: Kyle's, uh, Kyle's busy. He goes I'm You
2: know, like no, I'm, I'm, I'm not aggressive, but I, know like, I'm, I'm at like sort of a, like emotional. Like a, I feel like a little bit. It's okay. Like you're like at like a sex sex maybe. Right now. that's okay. Yeah. Your
0: attack was actually pretty, uh, 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 you know, not crazy too. I'm at this weird point where I'm an old student. So like when I say like, oh, I'm in school now, I missed out on the part where everyone's like, oh, that's a good job. Hey, good view. Now they're just like, that's a bad idea. What are you doing, Kyle? Really? they don't yeah. say it to my face, but I can. I could feel What like. do you think people
3: uh, would it have like a better opinion of what you're doing? Like what if you I think, had a trade or a business or, uh, I like, don't know. Like you, want, you want to own a business now? That
2: or go to school. That would be, that would make you feel better in other people's eyes. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, when you're in school and you also have a job and you're doing comedy, do you feel like uh, as when you're doing gritty comedy and it's going well, mm-hmm. it takes away from the other thing that you're doing? Like your side hustle? Absolutely yeah isn't that, you, is weird? that what you found hundred percent I like my business is flourishing right now, mm-hmm. but I'm not very good at comedy anymore i' have been like yeah. i I felt like uh, I haven't really written any bits for the past like few months and but it's like I don't need to because I feel like i i am being fulfilled with my business, but I don't know i I'm, I'm hoping it just takes a downturn for at least like a couple of weeks so i I don't know so I, you can focus on writing a little bit yeah I, no, I, I miss like writing. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, you're you're probably, one. Of, you've been described as like a very prolific writer, probably on like every other show that you've appeared on. And right. it's, it shows. I mean, I honestly think that you do have like this endless fountain of like topics. You seem to be able to write a joke about
0: anything. Yeah. yeah, I figure it's cause you're drawing all the time. So that's just like creative space you get to exist in and you get these little nuggets more often than most people cause you're tuned into the creative space. To- you get the lightning bolts.
2: Oh man, I wish I wish that was a. Uh, a lot of my material is stolen. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> just, from, uh, just from real life. Just that's how it happens to you. Uh, I I have like a big book of premises, and then like I'll go through it, and then I'll try and like whittle down the premises into a, a different thing. But like I right now I have, uh, like like all hundreds and hundreds of pages of just like premises, and then like I I don't I don't have like the. It's not the energy, but sort of like the. Uh, I have no willingness to like, go through it. Like it's yeah. all these ideas that I know if I, I just spent like 20 minutes just thinking about, it would be something. But yeah. I just don't want to. I just I'm, I'm scared. It's like daunting. It's like I kind of want to get rid of all of it so I could just
0: start and have not thought. And then... might be the wood can get moldy, you know, that you got yeah. uh, saved up. I think people have flushed their material more regularly. I here's what I do, and maybe you do, you can because I'm trying to do it the pro way. You right jokes, get them good, and you put them in the stack for, like, presentations or uh, jobs, and then that's your 20. And then you have this, like, period of 10 that you kind of shift around with while you're, uh, just for, like, open mics Yeah, I don't even like, have that. I, I mean, like, I, I think
2: I, it's, like, I have my 20, and then I have, like, uh, then I'll just go up and do new stuff and open mics for the most part. Or I'll just feel, like, really self-conscious, or I'll have, like, low self-esteem that day, yeah. and I'll just, like, do an old joke. To hopefully like boost up like a new joke,
3: yeah.
2: And then like I my new joke does good, and then like my or no my old joke does good, and then my new joke yeah. does shitty. Then I'm like, well then I, that's a bad joke. But yeah. then
0: I instead of I don't put any work into the new joke because I just give up on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could have been we all could have been more intelligent about using the because the way the shows are set up right now, it's similar to other towns like they get very few shows, and I think we just got accustomed to be able to just always have shows. So we got to orient, like, our new material, old material in a different way. Just... Edmonton's the best place in the country to do comedy. It might be the best place in, like, I think, dude, the... we're on the farm team. Everyone in the Edmonton yeah. scene's on, like, the farm team to be. So as long as you keep, on, keep sticking in your hours, man. So you're set to take off, I think. I would hope.
2: Yeah, like, Vancouver's shut down. Or not shut down, but, like, because of way comedy. fewer... fewer... <laughs> Right. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. I had nothing to do with COVID. It's just like everybody sucks. Yeah,
3: we're
0: uh, we got to put a hold on this. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Toronto shut down. Um, Winnipeg is still going, but it's like it's kind of getting shut down slowly.
0: Oh man, in comedy or
2: just in comedy?
3: Hmm. Yeah. How are we still doing shows?
0: Edmonton's insane. Are we insane? We're rarely, I think we're good at uh, Curving the uh, transmission rates, like with the masks and stuff. And the, you know, we're very careful, and uh, most of us have guns, so it really helps. That, that, that keeps the virus away. No, no, it keeps, <laughs> no, I'd say we have a more conservative base, it's harder to shut down in or, uh, Alberta. I think you know, that's why we're that's why we open. That's Are you saying we're that saying we're more
3: stupid in Severn? That's a version.
2: I think I told yeah. you about what happened in Vancouver where like all of the woke. Comics and left-leaning they they didn't want to go to shows. They wanted to stay home for the whole for the whole pandemic. The whole pandemic. And then what happened was like all of the alt-right, or I shouldn't say alt-right. I don't know. I don't know what their what their politics are, but like all of the oh shit! I wish I hadn't said alt-right. But like uh, the the comics had kind of gotten thrown by the wayside because of uh, like the the sort of the people that the the politics of the, the Vancouver comedy scene. They were just out and all the outcasts, all the misfits, they ended up starting shows and they started like a whole other scene on top of what was already happening. <laughs> so like, cool. yeah, the Vancouver yeah, shut down, like all the other clubs shut down. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, Vancouver is a completely different scene now over oh, the wow. past, like seven months.
0: Now, would you say that's a healthy thing? I know you're not doing that as like, it's civil war. It's a healthy shift. I know that...
2: Here's the thing. I know that Vancouver comics probably see it as a civil war. Yeah. Because I know that sometimes I'll go home and I'll be like, "Ah, I got to fucking kill Adrian Creel. He's too cute and I like him too much. (laughs) It's like you have way too much like feelings that you you put like... You catastrophize it and make it into a way bigger thing than you should. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm doing that sometimes and I'm cool as shit, like people in Vancouver who didn't get to go on shows for... Months and months. Who are like good comics? They probably feel it like way
0: more. I would think so, yeah. And uh, maybe that just speaks to the purity of our scene as uh, comedians, uh, uh, sort of as craft, comedian craftsmen. Sorry, I'm having difficulty with words. Um, they're we're more craft-based in terms of uh, comedians, whereas I think there's a lot of bleeding uh, of other art forms, like in Vancouver and Toronto. Like there's a modern art painter menstrual puppeteer that okay. also does
2: comedy well i'd love to see that comedian
0: i would love to see him too like i want to see Bench extra blood
2: out. puppeteer <laughs> i mean
0: is that theory what do you think
2: i don't know i mean uh i think that people bring in like the interesting things from all different places like if it was all just like blue collar people then it would be a really boring
0: scene yeah it's, like, more
2: interesting if there's weirder people
0: it mixes it up yeah if you don't want listen I'm, I'm okay with all comedy i there's always a place for it claptor is something that I am cognizant of, like claptor comedians. I don't know if something is that. Is it.
3: that where someone will say something on stage? It's just kind of like a pandering statement, to, yeah. get, to get the audience to sort of like clap along. That's
2: the one. Yeah. yeah mean back. Meanwhile, used to call it running for office.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, hey, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it has its place, but
2: I, I mean, people are more likely to laugh when they're agreeing with you, and like, uh, and for, for some people, you, it's yeah. like if you're, that's all you want. Like I much rather, I mean, I it's not for me, but like it's, it's a, it's a fun trick, I guess. Yeah. And I, I also don't feel like sometimes when people say that, it's totally sincere. It's like, I want to get you guys on board. It's like when people are like, Hey, everybody, let's go. It's like, if you're saying that and also be like, Hey, you should vote for the NDP and whatever. Yeah. You just want to agree with them. And I, I honestly, when I first watched, start watching stand up, I liked uh, people I d- agreed with. I would never watch Stanhope if I was like.
0: When is Stanhope, Joe? Because I'm, I'm young. I haven't, I'm young to me and I haven't actually dealt with it. He's like just greats. your politics right now. He's
2: just like freedom of speech. Yeah. Uh, not right, not really left, but uh, yeah. Just. Uh, Center, whatever. General honesty, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Have you not I'm, seen Doug Stanhope? No, I haven't seen a bunch of them. I know oh, I saw God. Carlin when he did that speech you're not supposed to give at the end of his career, where he's like, it's all, it's all a sham and take down the government and all this stuff. And then he died. <laughs> he was a full on
3: crazy old man.
0: By the end of it, he was that before, but he just morphed into it. He's like, I've always been this way. Yeah. Ah, look at my tight black shirt. That was, that was <laughs> the speech. Yeah. Your Carlin is impeccable. Yeah, Thank you. This wow. is really interesting. You know, very little practice. <laughs> it's mainly talent. But I gotta say that the, um, the comedy i am seeing that they're saying is like uh, right wing or center right, or right wing isn't so much that in terms of politics, it's just kind of, kind of that in terms of cadence. It's something we haven't seen. And I'll say some of the jokes are not low-hanging fruit, but they're not as terribly sophisticated. I'd like to see some kind of uh, right-wing sophisticated jokes that doesn't just end in, ah, F-word or, you know, or the, them black. Like, no, the jokes aren't like that. Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> 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 I am I'm curious sure. as well. <laughs> I'm saying, okay, you listen to Red Deer comics, and then there's uh, a few we've seen from out of town. Can I, can I not? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what? Uh, listen to Red Deer, Deer comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're not exactly like right-wing talking points, but it's just more gruff in terms of their delivery, I would say. You can talk. <laughs> Please I, say something. I, uh, wait, wait, I, wait, I don't
2: wait. want to use the example of Red Deer, just because like, it's
0: called... I like rapier. They have good artistic colors. (laughs) Okay. Listen, guys. I don't know if I got off on the weird foot, but uh, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about, oh, how do you hold a microphone? Yeah.
2: Uh, you like,
1: I
3: don't want to be deep anymore. <laughs> actually, Simon, I'm, I'm glad you're here. We, we didn't really want to talk to you about
2: comedy. I actually just invited you here to uh, compliment your body. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's that's my new uh, opener sometimes where I'm like, don't talk to me after the show about my jokes. Just tell me you like my body. It's good. My body looks good. It's I'm a rectangle. I look like a live-action Lego man. <laughs>
3: that's good. It's good. I love how it seems like Uh, maybe the audience can get to know you a bit through the kinds of jokes that you tell. Because, like, you you talk about, like, just things that are in your life. Like, you make jokes about, like, having a bicycle in Edmonton. Uh, You make jokes about, like, living with spiders in a basement. You've got all these sort of, like, um, intimate, everyday experiences that a lot of people can kind of gel with
2: you. Well, I'm I'm trying not to be talking about politics because my politics are terrifying right now. <laughs> <laughs> my, I like I, I was like thinking about like I was just having like a political thought and I was just like ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like I was in my own head like I can't tell people about that. that right yeah, they'll,
3: they'll
2: they'll definitely think about me afterwards in a different light. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't feel like I can. Also, I'm just I'm just not uh, smart enough to talk. to uh, politics that's that's
3: good though i mean like i don't really feel that comedy needs to uh have like uh like a driving point like sometimes yeah. it can just be about uh making people laugh and like telling jokes i mean yeah well
2: i actually uh, going back to the uh how you feel about comedians telling like Political jokes.
0: I didn't bring this up, by the way. No, no, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I talking, like, I'm like, I'm actually
2: defending what you're okay. kind of, your, your general thrust of your, uh, what you're saying is, is that like, back like 12 years ago, John Stewart was making The Daily Show, right? That yeah. was the best. I yeah, love The Daily Show so much. Intensely smart and the funny. Be- he was the best host. He was the funniest guy. And it was like, I didn't even watch any other comedy because it was like half an hour of The Daily Show every night. It was mm-hmm. so fucking good. Yeah. And I was way left-leaning back then. Uh, and part of it was probably influenced by The Daily Show. And I, I got more into left-leaning politics. And then now it's like everybody wants to be Jon Stewart. And it's like his 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 comedy was as so good. He was so good at his job that everybody wants to have their beliefs right. be their comedy. Right. Whereas, right. like, right. it's not really that. that. That was never what it should be. Like, yeah. it's like the... The comedians who are coming out now are like saying crazy shit because that's what's interesting. Yeah. But like because Jon Stewart was so good, he kind of poisoned the well for comedians for like almost a generation.
0: He definitely, yeah. Do you have anything you want to? Well, I mean, I
3: would feel like the comedians did that to themselves, and that Jon Stewart didn't like actively do that. <laughs> yeah, he's not like his, not he's, Oh I no, no, like, it is. I mean, yeah, no. That, no I, I mean, I think you're that, I,
2: like I still love Jon Stewart. Like yeah. I still watch everything that he does, but it's just like it's it's almost like he was too good yeah yeah I agree. I'd, agree, I'd
0: agree with that i think yeah. maybe the comedians that emulate were too bad in that like what john stewart did was like a 10 year uh long sort of touchdown move that you don't do, do after 10 years they're watching i'm rushing into it they're
3: watching like an olympic level yeah. athlete
0: uh do do the
3: the sprints or whatever yep. it is they do and these people are still learning how to like run and walk
0: yeah. as far as comedy goes. Yeah, it's like a, I watched this video where how Louis C.K. dodges laser beams, and he did the the great joke. Yeah, he, got, I yeah, yeah, he got one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely
3: got one. Yeah. He tripped one of the lasers. Yeah, but yeah,
0: but I mean that's like a masterclass comedian attempting to make a point of uh, something he feels something about. You know,
3: I, I did see him do a joke about like. Fucking kids on like SNL, right? Like that—that was a pretty dicey thing, and that was—I think that was before this. That was definitely before. That was okay.
0: It could have been pulled off better. The the audience definitely—you could tell that
2: they felt pushed.
3: Yeah, they were with him.
2: But But he he also has like so much integrity, and like uh, you have such like a wealth of experiences that I've been enjoying his jokes that he could get away with so much. Yeah, that yeah, him telling that
3: kind of bit on like. Uh, NBC or whatever it is, just like cable cable TV, um, like a network, um, is is an example of how much like he could get away with. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, is like he got away with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Johnster was
2: John was never just like a left leaning ideologue for for me. I'd say he was like he hit the right and left all the time. That's the way to do it. Yeah. He was a, yeah. he was critical of everyone. Yeah, his best years were when Obama was in office.
3: Oh yeah, huh. I, I definitely stopped watching The Daily Show. Um, I think when I was about like like eighteen or nineteen, I just uh, kind of it just sort of like faded into the background. Something I uh, just stopped watching for no particular reason because I didn't really, really like, it like it as a kid. You graduated college? No, I don't. I don't think I did that. I just think I uh, I think I maybe. Didn't think i was smart enough to watch it and that was probably pretty true i needed to be a little bit more well read to understand a lot of what he was saying yeah so uh that definitely may have been a factor
2: do you guys have like a linear uh uh, i wouldn't say idol but like person who influenced you as you grew up and became who you are right now because i remember when i was a yeah when i was probably Twenty something, and I was, that's when I was into John Stewart, then uh, then Louis C.K., and then I got into um, that. that I, then I remember John Mullaney and then it was like uh, like two or three other people I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a direct line. Like this is my guy, this is my guy, this is my guy, this is my guy.
0: You're flashing onto philosophers. You're moving up the philosophical ladder, or whatever that looks like to you. I think, right?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't describe it as moving up because I feel like. Looking back, I probably think Lucy K was probably the best of everybody. Yeah. But I just watched Mulaney on uh, SNL last night. It was fucking great.
0: Yeah. John yeah. Mulaney? Yeah. The guy, the comedian? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Wait. No, who's John
0: Mulaney? Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, Adrian, you're, you're... pull that stuff up to the top. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Are you being serious? Or are you doing I'm bad? being serious. I don't <laughs> know old comics, <laughs> and that's like he's not, really not.
3: He's actually super new. Oh. He's huge in like a Gen Z, uh, like millennial age type guys, because he just like he really suits. He says wacky shit. Oh cool. Uh, now he's really funny. He's uh he's got this one particular joke uh about uh Trump uh, where he doesn't actually ever say his name, and it's it's so perfect.
2: Huh. Yeah, because uh, I I can tell like uh, he's a very fancy man, and he, he would see oh, right. uh, actually I, I actually saying, saying the word Trump Thanks. is almost almost like vulgar in a way. Uh, yeah, like he's my mom's favorite comic. He she's always like, I wish you were more like John Mulaney. I'm like wow. I, I wish you. <laughs> I actually, you the like... sketch that we did together, she really liked. Oh, that's she's great. like, oh, you, I, oh, I thought you guys were really good friends. You guys seem like a really good friend. <laughs> is, is, <they're, laughs> uh,
0: is your mom Chinese? That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic, classic. I love puppet. that one accent you did, which was just not even an accent. Like, oh, because my Muppet China, but <laughs> alright, that's my Uncle Tim. Alright, what are you doing there?
2: He's like a fucking like British Muppet. Um, I was trying to do a uh, Jeff Goldblum impression the other day. Oh, well, Jeff
0: is very hard to
2: do. Oh uh, well, I, I, the the premise is that he talks like he's like learned to suck his own dick. <laughs> You know, where oh, he's okay. like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh the boys are doing it for themselves. Like he's life. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <right. laughs> he's just so satisfied with everything. It's like he has no troubles. Cause it's like amazing. Sucking his own dick.
0: Yeah. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about delivery. Because it's something that's not talked a lot about, but it's basically half the jokes. You know? It's so hard to talk to anyone about, like, how they deliver a, a joke. Because they'll deliver it perfectly. And you can say to them, exactly how you said it, just say that every time, and it should work, and they're like, okay, and then they try it again, they're like, we are the tables? Like, it just, how can someone not... As soon as you point out something right
3: with their act, uh you... Maybe. They... Uh- they hear that and they, and they focus too much on it or something. Maybe I'm fucking it up. But yeah. delivery is huge, man. Just the way you say something. Maybe you should say, Yeah, you're like a, you're, you're like
2: a hot girl. If you walk up to me and you're like, hey, Kevin, I really like that sweater. You wear that sweater every <laughs> single day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, like, finally you're just like, my yeah, sweater's totally like molding <laughs> and yeah. shit.
3: It just disintegrates and changes color. Right. Yeah. You gotta start telling people that you hate
0: the way that they say that. Yeah. Just change that shit up, dude. I don't don't like even say that. that. Just be like, I hate your comedy. Oh. <laughs> to say it. Just pull a Ryan short. I like the Ryan Short. I, it? No, I
1: think
3: Ryan Short doesn't say, I hate your comedy. He's like, I hate you, and I think you should quit. I think
2: yeah. that's him. He's the North Korean I Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had a video call with him two days ago. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Was like, Ryan's one of my favorite
3: people. Uh, He's a good filter the, for new comics. Did, so
0: uh, did he remember? ever try and get you to quit? Oh,
2: you no, no. He was, he was always so nice to me. Oh, nice. I mean, one time he was like... Uh, no, he's always nice.
0: It feels like he was part of the old school comics who like were still kind of rough around people and like ragging on people in earnest with them to get better.
2: I've had a yeah. shitty set,
0: and then Ryan comes, and he's like, oh, comedy's hard. I'm like, oh, but it made me better, I think. He's
2: yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I think because I'm friends with him, he hasn't been... Yeah, I bet you he's mean behind my back, A little no. bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe I'm not... Uh, I just think, because uh, comedy four years was harder, it was a tougher scene, as I remember. That's what you hear from old comics. When you yeah. talk, they like, it used to be bad, it should go back to being bad. That's what Kean called yeah. Okay,
2: talks about bad. comedy like he's literally a veteran from a war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can
0: see that. Uh,
2: yeah, it was, it was, I think it's more fun now. Like, uh, There's a big group of people who are all friends, like you, Adrian, and... That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we all
0: have that first year kind of uh, gaggle of comics. I like to. You guys are a graduating class, it feels like. Yeah. yeah. I heard like all the people from their same year, like they end up being. there's And then there was one. But we all seem like we've stuck out for a bit. Yeah, I can't wait and until some of you guys quit. It'll yeah. yeah. be
2: Me and Kevin, I think we started within like a, a few months of each other. Yeah. Uh, I've always seen you on the scene. Yeah. And then there was like. Uh, a bunch of people just moved to Toronto and fucking quit from our scene and that was actually a really nice yeah. little area that, it was, that was like before Kean started uh, or maybe just before and it was like really yeah it was really pleasant I feel like I was really friends with a lot of people and then a lot of people left and then it got more dicey and less pleasant
0: just because there's less spots to
2: mm, yeah, well that and like a bunch of other stuff
0: okay
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. People always leave Edmonton. That seems to be a constant for sure. It's either uh, you get good here and then you leave and go flourish in another city, or uh, you just eventually do leave Edmonton. I was, I was trying
2: to write a joke about it. You know how like uh, New York has this saying, "Like if you make it here, you can make it anywhere." Yeah. And Edmonton, is like, "If you make it here, why are you here?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did you stay? Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people just want to leave. And I I get it. Yeah. Uh, not now. I feel like you could do spots every single night if you wanted to.
3: Yeah. We we actually had an influx of people coming to Edmonton to sort of like set up
2: shop. We had. Uh, Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. Britney slot right me.
0: into the whole uh, scene, which is. I funny. like
2: forgot there was a time before Brittany. she's just like one of my best friends i'm like how do you how do you fucking get here
0: (laughs) she's just like she
2: works at the coffee shop that i go to and uh like i do uh i I work i I just like do like work on my computer at and it's like i talk to her like every day now yeah and it's like i didn't even like i wasn't even cognizant of her becoming my friend and then she's just like in there she's like a she's not a parasite (laughs)
3: like, uh, no <laughs> like, the way <laughs> friendly
2: little birds that like eats food out of yeah. your teeth if
3: you're a crocodile or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Lovely though. Uh, but she's he's just like uh like, oh you
3: this is great. Yeah. No, I I love uh, meeting people in in the comedy scene. They they always seem to be a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. They're always like a it's like a bit more open and like they feel like themselves as opposed to if I meet someone in just regular life and, and it seemed to be like just an objective for them to like clear, like they just want me to stop talking so that they can say the thing that they want. I've heard that too.
2: Yeah. Around. Uh, interesting, interesting. I'm like pretending like I'm listening now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on. Leo had
0: that good joke about how he's uh, working at the Walmarts and I don't want to do the bit, but it speaks volumes to like how you get to talk with greens, it's just kind of like an open air of communication. And uh, when you actually go to a job that matters.
2: So I'm working at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> working at Walmart? A, yeah. What's he
0: do? Uh, order picking. So okay, he's like I'm shopping sure. for people. And if someone's like, hey, guys,
2: some help. He's like, no. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> a, <laughs> that's the kind of job that I wish I feel like I, I could have. Where it's just like you could just be thinking and in your head and coming up with jokes all yeah. day.
0: They literally you to listen to podcasts.
2: Yeah, and it's like somebody else's thoughts are just like flowing in one ear and just out the other. Like I can listen to a four-hour podcast, and sometimes I just I have no memory of it because I'm drawing, so it's like I don't have any. I'm not like there's there's no reason for it to stick in my thoughts. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh, the entertainment listening has ruined me now. Because if ever I want to like absorb knowledge now, my brain's just geared to like throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. Yeah, I that's heard- what I found it in school anyway.
2: I forgot my uh, AirPods and I was working at Second Cup and there was like this awesome conversation between these two like uh, people who were just like totally denying COVID together and they're just like a few seats away from me. Yeah. They started talking quieter and I moved closer. <laughs> they were just, like, this this person, they're just like these fucking masks. They're gonna do check us. Yeah. They're gonna, check this. they're gonna try and track oh, They're gonna eventually I mean, that that would be nice if someone cared. (laughs) (laughs) It becomes like the next... Did you guys watch the Alice Jones-Joe Rogan podcast? No. That guy's so funny. He is the guy that
3: talks about gay frogs, right? He was right about the gay frogs. I mean, (laughs) they they did turn the uh, frogs gay... That's fine, though. I mean, like, maybe the frogs just wanted... Little... We gay, not oh, hermaphrodic. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. <laughs> thanks for checking Fucking out. Fucking misgendering the frogs over yeah. here. Uh, sorry, I you want to be on the right side of the, the frog debate. Now. Also, I don't know what's wrong with gay animal sex.
0: Game I didn't say anything. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Now that you said it, though, I'm going to
2: defend. The actually, that was actually the thing that you were like, no. It's just like going <laughs> through the forest, like looking for gay animals. <laughs> 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 you sit <saying> over <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: and he was right about most things uh, that they looked up to. So that's the crazy part. I say 95, ah, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but he's something that we can't, haven't been able to quantify as a society yet. He's like the first channel for information for crazy stuff, and sometimes the crazy stuff is right. What do you do with that? Yeah. You, either, you either pay attention to him or you don't. I like the fact that there are people paying attention to him.
2: Yeah. You know? I'd say, would you guys say you're a pre-speech absolutist? Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. You have to be. You have to be. So
2: I
3: can't give my opinion now. <laughs> no, as as you, can. you absolutely have to be okay with all people saying whatever they fucking want all the time. It's uh, I think uh, some people should it. shut up. Should.
2: Well that's a that's a different thing. It's like what is like uh, what can you prosecute and stuff? Like oh, okay. I mean everybody yeah, yeah. can say anything. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's no filter uh, anyone can
0: say anything. That's yeah. I guess that's kind of a terrifying thought. Not on Twitter though, or Facebook. Increasingly, yeah.
2: So, yeah, like, was, uh, I used to run a, sh- a show with somebody who was very anti-free speech, and she always was like, you know, there's uh, there's freedom of speech, but not freedom of consequences. Oh, I hate that thing. It's a like Omar Hedin, or oh god, it's a it's like a, Omar. It's a um, uh, a dictator. A quote, probably like a, <laughs> a Muslim dictator. <laughs> that's
0: not great.
2: <laughs> uh and it, it's very, very similar where he ended up killing people for what they said. For what they, for said. What they yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's become like sort of a left leaning uh it's it, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean freedom of consequences, like what are you like what are the consequences? Like you uh, hate them or? Yeah, you get to
3: commit violence on someone when they say something you don't agree with. Is that your consequence? Yeah. no, and that's, that's not. That's pretty
0: insane. Yeah, make words uh, violence. I was in my rehab uh, center, and we got we were fo- all forced to uh, participate in this uh, seminar by these two uh, native kind of women from this organization, and they watched all these like working blue collar guys made them watch this video about lateral violence, and like what's lateral violence? It's like what? Well, it's a word I made up. So let me tell you about it. And oh my God. Basically. It's I love the, whole, the made up words. I know. That's <laughs> so, I love new made up words from stu- people. We have words. With so, political so, science degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Get what this means. Can you guys take a guess what lateral violence, violence meant? I mean. I, I Is it, it like yeah. Is it like Street sense.
2: Fighter, moving in like a lateral position <laughs> yeah. on screen 2D <laughs> style? No, yeah, that sounds. That that that's
3: what it sounds, it like, sounds like to me. That. Is that you're. Uh, it's a physical direction. And it's, it's you're doing violence sideways. I don't, know. I don't know. It sounds like Battletoads or some it's shit. Pretty, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not that at
2: all. <laughs> <laughs> like that we just are just referencing fucking like old Super Nintendo games. Yeah, it's really... i like fake
0: laughing. yeah. Do you, do I, I've seen pictures online of Battletoads. Oh, okay. That's I know cool. I'm hip with this. The
2: Battletoads are gay, by the way.
0: Yeah, the Battletoads <laughs> <laughs> are gay. Used to... I'm gay. <laughs> 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 yeah. I know Battletoads isn't real. Oh, that makes me sound worse if no one knows what Battletoads are. What is lateral violence? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank lateral you, Simon. Violences. Lateral violence is, uh, as they describe it, was. they watched all these blue-collar guys, watch this video, which basically says, you are a perpetrator of lateral violence, and you are too. And what it is, is some people can get so distraught emotionally that by you talking about them or not being sensitive to what you're saying um, about that individual can cause them to get so distressed that they hurt themselves, sometimes kill themselves. So you... Are inflicting violence on someone else it was just gossip yes. yeah they should have just said gossip and so after the presentation they're like i mean they must fill this questionnaire that basically said how will i pledge to not be laterally violent and then it how much this, is this kind of making too like how much money dude they get like five thousand eight thousand dollars to do these bullshit seminars where they both like brain shut fucking people. like white privilege lady she gets Al like fifty thousand dollars yeah. for business Al sharpton pioneered this with the sears thing there's a big story where he's like, oh, Sears isn't uh,
3: gonna chart. You, you guys are just upset
2: well. that they have a better set than you. Wait, they what? way tighter five. <laughs> <laughs> Come Come on, on lateral <laughs> violence. Well, <laughs> like, like the, the fucking white privilege lady was like complete crock. Like she yeah. was $50,000 every yeah, time that she that's spoke. Insane. And was just saying to, to white people, like, there's, and then she's literally just saying, like, guys, nothing you can do.
0: Dude, white, well, white privilege is just, and no one likes to hear this, it's majority privilege. You go to China and you have a better chance of get renting an apartment, better chance of landing a job, you have a better chance of being in a community you want, you're safer, it's just majority privilege. And so by putting a white makes it, shunts it into racism. Why? Yeah. Uh, and it's real, That's, that might be an effect, but I mean, people should work to deserve their privileges. And if we're living in merit mer- meritocratic, Ooh, I'm, I'm talking
2: more about just like the profiteering off of just like people's inherent uh, guilt. Guilt. And, you yeah. guys
0: are so guilty, white people. It's the only race where. Like Me and like, Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. There bad. we go. Everything. It's the only race where they're like, "Oh, we're,
3: we should feel bad about this." Like, I mean, we don't have a great track record as a race, but like literally track record because the, <laughs> the other guys yeah. are. Yeah, we're really <laughs> pretty <laughs> slow. Yeah. Um. But like I don't know, I do like to look at people as individuals. So if someone carries like a lot of white guilt, that's that's up to them. Yeah. I mean, but you can you can spread it. it. I mean, you can just prove that you're a decent person by not being, uh, I don't know, a racist
2: asshole. You know, I hear some uh, something that I've been thinking about. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about her. But she's like a, a factivist. She's like. Does she say that? She factivist? uses all of the same language of Black Lives Matter, but about being fat. Yeah. And she makes a $1,000 or something every Instagram post because post, wow. she's an influencer. But she's just, like, literally calling out companies for not having quadruple XL. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, waistcoats and stuff. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's, like, she's just making all of this money off of this new language that we've created. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, applying it to her thing, you know? Like, yeah. if I had an a Instagram that's just about, like, people with way too big of foreheads. Yeah. Or something, where it's like this is the thing that I'm insecure about, and now it's giving me power.
3: Yeah. If if all the uh,
2: bathrobe manufacturers in the world, if they
3: did offer like quadruple XL, do you think that
2: that's a lot more material?
3: Right. They they would have to charge more. So like, if their regular house code is like fifty bucks, uh, but they use like twice or three times as much well, material would,
2: do you yeah, think they would increase the price absolutely that's how you become and a freedom then. fighter by this kind of conversation that we're having uh, yeah and then you and could then be a the, real malcolm xxl yeah.
0: <laughs> and then do you, you think people would have a problem with the price <laughs> so you could land
2: a real <laughs> Martin luther king size <laughs> Ooh,
0: uh, but do you think people have a problem with the price because it's like yeah of course it's like we're paying for your uh fuck ups that are within your control to change sorry i'd be, be upset, upset. So I'm a great. situational person. I'm not politically... I'm not we should
2: prepared. call this podcast the situation room because all the situations we're talking
0: about. Oh, that's yeah. so sick. Yeah. I have trouble with titles. It might be. <laughs> it might be. But what we were talking about before was uh, something to do with... Uh, I don't know. You want to talk about comedy? You want to talk about... Yeah, the, that's uh, why we're drunk. <laughs> you were recently uh, touted as the... Um, Gayest... <laughs> I don't want to say it. Well, I'm telling you as the king of comedy. Yeah,
2: in the can see. Uh, I don't a, think that's very true. But but,
0: but it has to be... Have like, you said this out loud? I think it's because people.
2: I'm... Here's the thing. I'm 35. I'm older than everybody in this room by, like, what, seven or eight years? Mm. I'm, like, a fully adult man. Y- and yeah. I feel like the... For uh, some people, it's like, if you're a fully adult man and you're in your early 20s... uh uh-huh. Uh, I automatically am... And I could also kill you physically. Maybe.
0: (laughs) You're on keto. I'm on carnivore. That's twice... What we eat doesn't matter. It's
2: (laughs) ferocity.
0: (laughs) It's about who wants (laughs) it more. I think you're a a great comic. I'm glad to have you on the scene. You set the bar, in my eyes, for what a comic should be doing. Always going out. Always writing new material. Always working on... uh, concepts. Yeah, but I
2: don't. I don't think I'm like. I think there's like lots of. I. I also am like. Yeah, I just have my own stuff going on, so I, I don't know if I would describe it like
0: that. No, I didn't ask you to describe that. Is okay, like, this is. You know how, that'd be weird if you're like, you know, I am like. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Like <laughs> explain to
2: me why you're the king. Yeah.
3: <laughs> why I think you're the king? Let's That's That's a go. A, I feel like how you're going around giving people titles and just like. Uh, Seeing what happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy to think uh, that there's just a psychopath in the scene going around. Um, <laughs> is it me? It, this is well, you. What yeah. other titles have I given? I don't know. You you just have, seem to have all these opinions of people. It's insane. It's getting kind of, people, they're all positive. I think. Oh no! no
2: yeah, I'm yeah. uh, just saying that it's uh, it's wild. Do you, yeah. you um, you don't seem like you have a lot of hate in you, which um, yeah. I I feel like that's why I've always gravitated towards you because you always have like. You're always nice, and I'm always like, "Why is he nice?" I remember it really being really untrusting of you because I was like, this guy, "He's probably gonna fucking kill me." <laughs> but then it's like you're actually uh, deep down nice, which I don't like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> after after you summarize it, you're like, "Yeah, I still don't like." It, right? No,
2: no, no. <laughs> I, I just like it's just, it's just a it's so rare in comedy. Yeah. Like uh, I went to Vancouver um, like last year. It's like it's just totally toxic. Like I I was talking about the. The other misfits kind of rising up. Yeah. I went to a couple shows with them, and it is so it's crazy. Like, everybody was it was just like a bunch of like angry Muppets, and like none of them were laughing at anything the other ones yeah. had to say. They were just
3: all ranting.
2: Yeah, it was just it was just really unhappy. And it's weird because Vancouver is such a beautiful city, but it's like it bred this like weird barnacle of hatred.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like a piece of mind virus, man. <laughs> You Sorry? brought it here. Don't... Sorry? I'm like, it's a PC mind virus, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. But uh, I don't know. It, uh, Edmonton's a nice... There's no real dicks here, you know? None that I've seen
2: anyways. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I can be, like, a bit of a dick. I told somebody to quit comedy, and they did. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Who because, was it? It was just, like, a guy. He made fun of me in his set, and then, like, Instead of, and I, I'd already done my set, so I couldn't, like, say something about him. Yeah, you couldn't. And, and so I, I sat down and just spent ten minutes explaining to him why he quit. And he <laughs> stopped doing comedy. Oh, wow.
3: That's, that's, a, that's one way to it's do it, for sure. sure. And he's,
2: like, not a bad guy. He's just, like, uh, I just got angry. And I, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, don't,
3: I really I had a PC
2: mind virus at the time. Uh,
3: <laughs> I, I really don't like, I like it when comedians or, like, the host will, like, attack each other on stage. I don't. I don't think that's very nice. I mean, you can definitely disagree with what <laughs> someone's saying on stage, Jeez. but like don't take that opportunity to grab the mic afterwards and just be like, so that fucking asshole, like that's yeah. it's it's just traveling. a lot.
2: Yeah, when, when also, it's supposed to be
3: the one that they're fucking talking about because now it's a room full of people that all have the same opinion of you depending on who's speaking. Yeah, It can be really fucking messed up and toxic. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I
3: can see that. So yeah, I like to to his face. I applaud that yeah. the funniest you know
0: the funniest meanest thing you've done I, mean, I thought you were trolling is uh, early on right when I was uh, I was three months in and I was like had a good uh, set I was on like a good streak uh, of uh, being a new comic and it was a good set Black Bar maybe it was one of my first and I just remember I was getting like all these looking like you know High five. Feeling good about myself, and then I saw you at the very end, and you were like a Mount Rushmore to me at the time, and you were smiling, like waving to me, you're like "Don't hey, leave, you're here." And like as there, I was like getting by, you, uh, I'm like, "Oh, what's this nice, nice compliment going to be?" And you're like, like oh, What is up there." I realized uh, you and I both have weird bodies. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, "Oh, thanks, Simon." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. That was hilarious. I knew exactly what. Well, I about. didn't want to
2: say like any. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you both have like uh, we weird bodies
2: well also it's like almost if everybody's saying the same thing then it's like it's almost like hacky to be like saying the same thing to this the guy that everybody said stuff to yeah i hear you i don't know i mean i there's definitely a point where um i feel
3: like it is almost just like a knee-jerk reaction i I
2: just explained why empathy is hack
3: (laughs) 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 yeah everyone's trying to do it nowadays it's bullshit um but that, it does feel a little bit hollow if, like, everyone just tells you how had a good set and, like, you know that they didn't even watch yeah. or some shit like that. And some people can like, just get yeah. in the habit of saying good set every single time they see you. And then it's just like... I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> being sincere. Like, I see. Yeah, You don't I have see to
2: that. think about shit all the time. You can just yeah. say it and then you don't have to... Yeah. I don't... I'm, it's like... Yeah, I'm, I'm you're my peers and I don't want to make anybody feel bad yeah, yeah. but it's, it's as long as you mean it i am talking <laughs> about people
3: that just say it as like a line
2: they
3: just always say
0: good oh,
2: set, set. Yeah, just, but i'm I, saying it's is not that bad it's like you know it's, it's like you're using old material and saying good set and yeah. then you repeat it because it is fun yeah, yeah. and then people feel good about it and it, it, everybody benefits with lies
1: yeah so you know that. what or Honestly. not lies just like
2: uh just saying something as like almost uh, just like a uh like a reaction or like, what is it? Like a, you hit the, what, what, when you have like a cast, like a your, sling? no, when you hit your elbow, oh, it's like a reflex, reaction? reflex, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the right term. I am like, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I said the worst term. Well, this comedy podcast is a uh, uh, focused on comedy. I'm sure we went on a political uh, a swing. It's like what we're um, all right. thinking about right now. I feel like you guys like put me on a cross, you're like, Hey, there's politics and I'm like, Yeah, I think about this. You're like, But that's too far. And you guys pillar it me. And yeah. you're like, hey, No, here's I just a don't want to, we
2: don't wanna be uh, put into a position where we have to like uh, we agree with you and then like we're not it's like if it's something that we even vaguely disagree with, you get in trouble for it. Like that's that's mostly like I'm um, not sure I track. Even, even though like uh, I'm being totally honest right now, it's like I'm, all my thoughts right now are so scary. It's like we just gone through like a pandemic yeah. and like social unrest, like the whole world is on fire. And it's like my brain is 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 processing it in a way like I'm not totally sure is totally healthy all the time. Mm-hmm. And so like if I was like complete, I feel like if I was completely honest right now, it would be terrifying. Yeah. Like. I, I remember I was just like writing, I tried to write some jokes like a few days ago, and it was, I looked at it as like, this is like a manifesto of like this crazy asshole. Yeah. And it's like, if I saw this person, if I was like objectively in the audience listening to what I was saying, yeah. I'd be like, this guy does not, should not be platformed. I would de platform myself.
3: <laughs> yeah. This
2: guy shouldn't be speaking. So, well, I'm, so I'm, I'm just saying like, I, I respect the fact that you're actually having these, uh, these conversations with yourself.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, well, it, it's kind of shocking. I'm sure you heard. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy who was on there with Alex Jones? Tim Dillon, the a yeah, crazy guy. He says uh, people who haven't, uh, you know, um, been attuned to uh, politics in the grand scope of things will go crazy if they found out like Epstein. Epstein's a real thing, right? And that would kind of fry your brain a bit. So I get why. And everybody
2: agrees it's a real thing. And everybody is just kind of like, oh, I kind of need to fucking watch a new Netflix show too.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like this whole, we know how fucking crazy the world is, but we also kind of have to understand that it's going
0: to
2: get, potentially going to get crazier. Well,
0: I'll tell you that uh, you you said you're having a difficulty with podcasts, eh? I think you should find a channel of podcasts who seem to be talking around the issue middle ground and just leave it there, you know? I got my Brett Weinstein yeah. guy and the uh, McInnes, I guess, to use for comedy. And Joe Rogan. That's as much as I need to take in from the craziness.
2: It is weird that people get so uh, amped up about Joe Rogan because it's almost... Okay, this is actually maybe a, a good thought to wait till it's recording
0: again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. The camera was bumped. Oh, really? <laughs> people will... Uh, um, Claim that uh, the government shut off her camera. It to be shifted. It moved. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> As if it <we're> was <laughs> big. Yeah. Okay, it's back. But like I was saying, uh, the the craziness. Um, I think, uh, it, yeah, you would go crazy if you had to think about all the things that are happening right now. And there's no filter towards it outside of. Uh, there's no filter to the info. And some of it's bogus. Some of it's not. So would you call it an info war? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call it. <laughs> Have you scrimmage? tuned into that show, though? Have you checked InfoWars? it out? You go crazy. If you watch yeah. it for like four hours, you go crazy. Well, during the Alex Jones-Jarokan
2: uh, interview, at the very end... Uh, he's uh, Alex Jones is just like I, this is actually killing me. Like, I, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I I can't yeah, yeah. do this. I go through 500 articles a day, which is obviously impossible. But he's yeah. Alex Jones, so you're just like keep going. <laughs> and he's like, I my head is <laughs> turned into like a pumpkin. I I can't do this, but it's like what I'm doing is so important, and fighting against my enemies is so important. I, I'm just I'm letting my myself be destroyed by it. Yeah, and. He just kind of gives up. He's, he's, he's like, he's saying like within the next year he's going to retire.
0: Yeah. I don't think he will. I don't think he can. He'll well, step back. Is that,
3: is he saying retire as in like his work is done or is he just saying like I'm going to be burnt out? In I, he's out saying like he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. He says heart that he's, he's
2: going to have a heart attack or something. just
3: explode. Oh, so that's not like, ret- he means like retire from this earth. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a way to do it. It's funny Joe Rogan is like literally in a headline on my Twitter like every single week, yeah e- every week it's like a new giant it's Spotify it's, it's Alex like, yeah, Jones, it's weeks. Kanye what's this yeah.
0: deal? I mean he has a podcast. Why does everyone care uh, that, he's a cultural artifact. he crept up organically, I believe, and he talks with both sides left and right and um, he seems to be able to a fantastic interview you know what
2: you know what I, I was thinking about? The difference between Joe Rogan and Oprah. Because in the nineteen eighties there was so many housewives and people who are just kind of at home, alone, kind of disenfranchised, uh, not not really feeling like they've fulfilled their potential.
1: Yeah.
2: And Oprah like capitalized on that. It's like it became they became Oprah Oprah heads or Oprah tears or whatever the fuck like a uh, Oprah Superfan was. And she had detractors, she had but she became like an entire industry like then there was like other people who were exactly like her there's she had friends they every time she platformed like dr oz or some other fucking, yeah dr oz is a bad example because he's a fraud but there's yeah, like other so. other people like uh authors and stuff oprah's book club was such a big thing yeah Dr. Did oz turned
0: out not to be a smoke monster right that was his controversy i don't know i he's talking about, you're talking about the
2: show lost no, Dr. Oz. That's true. Yeah, that was definitely... Dr.
0: Oz, a big controversy. There's like, he's like a big, scary smoke monster, and then they pull back the curtain. And they're like, hey, you're just a small guy.
2: You're talking about... No, I can Wizard can't. of Oz. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Alex had
2: something wrong. But what I'm saying it attracts you guys, right? Who? Uh, about Oprah. All of the... What I'm saying... He yeah. attracts me? It tracks like it, you yes yes i
0: do and so you think Joe J. and really
2: like over the past few years for men it's the exact same thing it's like they don't really have there's no oprah for men he's become yep. oprah in like a very visceral way oh,
0: that's cool good. i can see that yeah. what are the culture i think as far as like having a cultural icon at the center of the culture shift or culture zeitgeist rogan could have been might be the best yeah He's, you know, masculine in a healthy way, blah, 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 old masculinity argument. Um, he's open-minded. He's pro on most of the things that uh, everyone, every normal liberal can get behind. Yeah. yeah. And
2: it's like, it's funny because it's an actual cultural conversation. Yeah. Like you, you think like a cultural conversation, like it's one person is over here. It's, it's like literally the cultural conversation is having, is, is being held in a single spot. And it looks like a weird butthole now. <laughs> I did like the uh, the one documentary he
3: did where he tried to find uh, Sasquatch. That was a really fun. Uh, I tuned out of those. I saw it Did you. Was it good? Uh, I, I liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I th- but then again, I don't see a lot of Joe Rogan. I'm a yeah. pretty, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't see a lot of his
2: stuff. Yeah. I I don't know. Should I watch more? Should I watch less? Billion. I, I, I listen to it every week. Yeah. I, I can't help it. It's like, I, I also I consume like, Four or five hours of podcast content every day. Yeah. Oh wow! So like I kind of I, I need to go if I'm gonna go to anybody I'm gonna go to like yeah. is that is the that number one guy? Is
3: that your main sort of uh, thing when you when you do like your your drawings and stuff like that
2: that you just put a po- podcast on in the background and that's how you get
3: through it? Yeah, I,
2: I don't even bother with movies anymore. I used to be able to draw and watch movies, mm-hmm. or <laughs> I used to watch movies and draw. Yeah, and but it's just like I haven't seen a movie in a while that's like really the garbage.
0: garbage it's the same stories yeah we can't tell a new story man
2: yeah it's too bad Uh, because i i love movie like i I used to do a movie podcast and then i
0: i just oh did that die oh Uh, yeah yeah. the jurassic park yeah i was supposed to be on that hey i changed my movie it's not gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) every time you ask them like i changed my movies
2: yeah well I, i i wanted to I, the reason I did that podcast was because I wanted to like understand why people like things mm-hmm. and like what how s- movies can be significant, and now movies are just like stop being significant in my life. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I would do a better job of having a podcast about podcasts
0: that might be the the ticket there. that might be the next level
2: um that's already kind of what it is a lot of like the my recommendations on YouTube are just like uh these it's uh Theo Vaughn talking about Brian Callen's podcast where he talks about Joe Rogan. Where, he talk, where Joe Rogan is talking about Kanye's conversation.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's well, like, what we're seeing is the clunky uh, uh, formulation to a new platform for media. Like, leftist media, um, the boomers, they're stagnant. And the big thing is they didn't make the jump to new media. So they're left. That was like the first cultural divide between the generations. Uh-oh, that's not good. So the young people grew up in this Lord of the Flies thing where this new media had to take form. And uh, that's, this is what it looks like. JRA, it has to look like something. It's Jerry. It's small. works Networks forming. And they look like conspiracy theories to boomers. Or they look like Crab Shack uh, setups to people outside of it. But that's, what would they look like? Yeah, you can
2: see right now, it's like everybody wants to cancel Joe Rogan so badly. Because it's like he represents everything that everybody else refuted like a few years ago. It's like he's, he just wants to have conversations with people that yeah. he disagrees with. Can't do that. He wants to forgive people for their (laughs) sins of the past. Can't have that. So it's like he is—he's going to be under attack for the next like few years, like crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. If I'm going to use a word, I don't know. Um, He's been able—he's repudiated a lot of the claims against him rather effectively, and I've heard it said that uh, that's because anyone who watches Joe Rogan has watched a number of a fair amount of Joe Rogan, so they know those claims don't stick. It's a weird smear. Kind of thing going on in the America.
2: yeah. He's not all right. He's no. not transphobic.
0: No.
2: Uh, he's not homophobic. I mean, like I've I heard all those things. I've yeah. heard people say say all that those those he's, things he's racist. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like he's not fucking racist. It's like you wanna you wanna pin one of those darts on him because
0: then it it's becomes easy to hate him. Yeah. It's a simple heuristic where uh, I I can label as X and the, so we don't have to talk. I don't even have to approach your ideas if you're this thing. Uh, that's the end of it. It's a it's a bow out for dialogue, and we need to talk because the alternative in a society is combat. So we always need to talk.
2: Well, it's like it's much easier to get angry with Joe Rogan than actually like deal with real problems. Yeah, and yeah. I, mean, I think that for people on Twitter, it's like I want to be able to write a tweet, a mean tweet, and then I feel like I did something today, yeah. so I can attack uh, somebody even regardless of like what their actual politics are. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel
3: about uh, combat? Do you think uh, do you think it's what we need right now? Do you want to just start giving morning stars to people on the street and be like, "Go do"? <laughs> I mean, I feel like crime. this is a leading <laughs>
2: leading question. It sounds like you. Do you condone murder? <laughs> like you want to start a civil war?
3: <laughs> no, not really a civil war, just uh, just chaos and anarchy. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I want to give people cotton candy. I, I want people to feel happier. Uh, I don't know how to do that though. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about comedy? Yeah,
0: sure. Sorry, sure, No, 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 it's yeah. totally fine. This is a comedy podcast, so uh, you're a good listener. You're very active with people. I find, as when you're, you're very present with people. Uh, thank you. I I try to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and Scott Andrews must have like the most in-depth, like soul-searching conversations together. They're actually really, really boring. Are they? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> but on the inside they're
2: both like in the f- fires of hell because they love metal so much <laughs> yeah. on the outside they're all like hey well, well what was your day and then like you're gonna... yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, how's that podcast going
2: uh
3: it's we're working on it yeah yeah i'm stoked to hear it you guys are so good at talking with each other talking uh well we we're i'm glad you're excited mm-hmm. yeah okay do you uh Does the subject matter interest you at all? That's the thing that scares me about this new podcast is that I'm going to be talking about, like, intimately uh, about, uh, like, a subject that maybe no one cares about and, or the people that do uh, violently disagree with me. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: About the metal? Uh, Yeah, just anything like that.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I've never listened to metal, but I love, like, the idea of, like, how much of a subculture it is and the fact that everybody who likes metal is nice.
0: That's yeah. The, Isn't that? That's, that's like, what they say. It's
2: the prevailing uh, general knowledge of. Uh, I got the inside hints. track on it though. Yeah, that, that is
3: what people say. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, it's like you're getting so much of your frustrations and hatreds out. It's like the opposite of stand-up comedy, where it's like, the it's so aggressive and it's just like blah blah blah. When it's like, uh, but on the inside, they just like start learning to be better, like kind of understand the, themselves yeah. more. Whereas like stand-up, it's like. You're like, hey, what's going on with horses right now? And, you and then on the inside you're like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you go home and
0: punch your mirror.
3: <laughs> yeah, So psychotic.
0: Well, person. this is pretty good. We're a little in overtime. Um, which do you, you have a question for Simon? Do you want to ask him something? Yeah, this wealth of comedy knowledge. Yeah, we, we talked about like Joe Rogan and The End of the World and like all interesting subjects. All interesting subjects. Yeah. He should be on Adrian's a- podcast. He's he's uh, he has a cool idea where he wants to. Pull out controversial ideas uh, from a hat and you have to defend them. Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah.
2: I I feel okay uh, defending. uh... I mean, do you think that it's like partially like uh, what comedians do is like it's almost all that? It's just defending ideas that are reprehensible or
0: stupid? Absolutely. I think inside all of us, we're uh, kind of philosophers in that we have an idea we want to get across. And that's why writing it out works so it's so important because it, I've been trying to just shit out this idea with the textbooks and I realized I got to just write it out really well. I can not just wade into that combo about, uh,
2: the joke is like,
0: do you want to hear it? What is it? Yeah. That's yeah, the dope. premise is, um, I, uh, there's like kind of enforced representation all around college and even in my college textbooks, there's uh this audio format with the narrators and uh, that's it's I get it. It's a thing to do. Sometimes it goes far. It's not as bad as you think. But here's what happened. Is this is my audio textbook, and then the first couple chapters it was like a woman narrating and she had like a Chinese accent. Fine, makes sense to me. Third one was like a British guy uh narrating the second chapters. And then the next chapter is a fucking dog barking. Like ruff, 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 ruff. And I almost feel dumb and he was cracking jokes, like rough, ruff, 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 rough. And I'm like, ha. Ah. You know. But then this motherfucker started talking about shortening his cat, and that's where that's my line. What gives this bitch the right to fucking, you know? it's it's as soon as people it's something you gotta be very careful oh my at. god that's
2: like a that's like something that i would see on like the old like 1970s the night show
0: <laughs> where they're
2: all like everybody's drinking a martini like oh yeah schrodinger i get it <laughs> uh, maybe
0: uh, i don't know but that's me kind of venturing into the
2: it's a very analytical joke i like that
0: It's not really my style but it, it, it speaks to the you really have to write out because we're, we're all trying like, to heck out what. I, we I mean. feel like I would, in order
2: to properly get it, I'd have to be wearing like a tweed coat, and my beard would just be have to be a little bit of stubble, a little bit more gray. i yeah. have to look like a more powerful Woody Allen.
0: Yeah, you're right. How many people know about what I'm talking about? Probably very little. Like a more physically powerful Woody Allen.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <I feel like laughs> physically, was... but also mentally, yeah. just because I know how to control urges. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could take Woody
0: Allen. Yeah. Oh, thank you What's so much. What's your Woody Allen impression? Like, what? Uh, it's just my regular voice. <laughs> Very cool. Is there anything else uh, you want to ask um, our audience? know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> interview, It's, it's a, a fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anything
2: at all, really. Um, oh, okay. I like that joke. I, I like um, when people have it would be more fun if we didn't have to do the jokes that we have to do, I think. Uh, I feel like uh, the jokes that I tell on stage are not my favorite jokes, but they're the ones that do well. But if I could tell the ones that I like the most, or that I think are the smartest, I'd be much happier. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I have a like, sort of a joke that I did a few times and it did good, and then it did bad, bad, that. and then I stopped telling it. You
0: it's, should keep doing it if it's the one I think of. It's hilarious.
2: Uh, can you actually tell? This is this is my joke that I feel like this would if we were like battling jokes. Yeah. This is what I would put up against uh, your schrodinger cat joke. Yeah. Was that like I was on the bus, and oh my god! I, I I wait! I I always get irony confused with coincidence. And I was on the bus, and I swear to God, I, from the back I thought I saw irony, and I got closer, and then I was it was like uh, I was like oh my god! I, I, I'm sorry, it's not you. I thought you were irony. And then I got a call on my phone. It was irony. And I was like, oh my God, you would not believe uh, what just happened. Uh, I, I, I thought that it was you. Yeah. And then he was like, no, it wasn't. And no, it wasn't.
0: Uh, this is coincidence. Cool. I like it.
2: I know. I, uh, oh man, can you cut that part out? <laughs> <laughs> so but there's a whole one. other thing where like I got a call from onomatopoeia that was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that one. do something with that that's hilarious maybe but it's the voices that would say make it accessible for everyone if you do yeah. like, oh,
2: they'd be mighty. I, I spent like a whole day working on that and then it just like uh it's weird it's just like it's just gone from my my thoughts like i, I haven't even thought about it till you told your joke. yeah where i don't know it, it was like kind of a, a sweet investment of time putting it together yeah. like i didn't tell it very well but it's like it's weird how your the idea is just gone sometimes yeah, that's something I've noticed too. Uh, one
3: time, a long time ago, uh, someone asked me, and they're like, how do you like, decide what to say on stage? And I was like writing jokes and, and stuff like that. And I would say, like I would write a joke and then I wouldn't say it on stage for weeks. I would have to, it would have to be a thought that would naturally reoccur in my brain in order to convince me to be like, this is a good enough idea to, to talk about because I, I want to talk about it. And so, like, I would write stuff down, and then, like, weeks later, I would see which thoughts I'd revisited, and then I'd work on those ones. And then that's how I would, like, formulate a new joke. But it um,
0: You're an architect. You make your jokes, like, an architect. You're like, you need this piece, that piece. Yeah, same with Brent Dayton. Anything. He's, yeah. like,
2: uh, he's an engineer, so he actually looks at, like, the structural integrity of a joke, I think. Yeah, he does. He needs uh, certain sort of, like, foundational elements.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a, a great joke writer. Which,
2: uh, and he talks like i'm bad agent
3: that's a, <laughs> he does yeah, have he a quintessential talks, yeah.
2: uh
3: monotone my girlfriend thought
2: i was cheating or i can't remember his joke yeah uh, i found out my girlfriend was cheating on me yeah it's such a good brand name yeah that <laughs> is actually
3: pretty spot on have you seen brand Aiden? i love brand Aiden. yeah i haven't seen him enough to get what his he really only comes out uh like whenever he comes out i think he always has a spot for sure these wiener dogs are far too long.
2: <laughs> that's I, what it just keep looking at wiener dogs on Instagram. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, this would be like a, a great dog if it was just I at the, I'm i going to out him yeah. right now. That's I cool. see
2: him at the Comedy Factory all the time. Right? Really?
3: Uh, oh, yeah. cool.
0: Oh, that's cool, cool yeah.
2: yeah. People don't like the Comedy
3: Factory. I don't Factory. know. I don't. No, people don't. People,
2: <laughs> people don't like it. People don't even like to talk about it. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Like, there's a actual comedy club that's open two nights a week, and no, it's just not anybody that we know goes there. No,
3: it's uh, it's got a very bad reputation, or uh, people have a very low opinion of it for sure.
2: Yeah, but like
0: times, time.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like who who cares? Like,
0: it's fun. We're staying neutral on this. (laughs) The comedy fact, we're like, oh, I don't have an opinion.
2: No, I'm, I I genuinely don't care like, a, a, I've, I don't I've honestly be. never
3: been so I, I don't think I have a, I, I can't
0: I've been there it's not as bad as it's not as it's not as oh fuck I'm doing these again <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad I as love, this other place which is terrible I like it. <laughs> hey we got to wrap up pretty quick here we'd love to have you on again okay um, but uh, thanks for coming in uh, thank you so much for having uh, me this was a lot locks. of fun yeah no worries is there a way you want to end the podcast because we always our, end the podcast a certain way
2: um don't don't, don't follow don't. me on any platform uh yeah are you platform myself i'm purely i'm i'm i don't think i have any any comedy stuff that i'm, I'm doing right now yeah really? if you see
3: simon in the street walk up to him and uh compliment his
2: body <laughs> don't even talk about this don't <laughs> yeah just yeah. compliment his body He's working don't even mention that you know where that's from yeah also.
3: yeah <laughs> yeah don't don't waste time with formalities just show up give the compliment
2: rub my belly walk away
0: yeah okay cool that's an that's, excellent that's a good way. Hey, let's let's all end on our fake host laugh that we've all accumulated over there's Right? Three, two, one. Here's the joke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's that good. Is- very uncoordinated. I love it. Yeah.
3: You, say say no, no, no. Wrap you should
0: be able to wrap up. It's Are the- you
3: gonna commit lateral violence
0: on Simon <laughs> again? <laughs> I won't, I swear I won't. I'll be good. Don't drag me off. to the lateral violence. What a crazy thing they were teaching, you know? But, anyways, we talked a lot about a lot. Uh, we touched on comedy a bit, that was nice. And uh, This is super strong cool. coffee. It's like standing on the side of the cup. Uh, yep. It was you- like acid. You know oh, what God. I realized? It wasn't until I was at like actually oh, oh because wow of that the, is strong oh here's God. the problem that's a weak cup co- here's the problem <laughs> that's I, weak you know you're supposed it's like tar to, one teaspoon they say on the side it's of the just, thing they say one teaspoon yeah. right oh, yeah, I thought it was is. like a couple uh, it was a couple spoonfuls so I read the thing during COVID times I'm like oh it's one teaspoon no wonder instant coffee tastes so bad because I've been just drinking it too much you know I've been putting too much coffee in it to get me out I've been having a, a bad skew of the what coffee are you supposed to be? I'm just getting riled. You are. I mean, I think
3: it's the coffee, but you could, be. It's it's where was this
0: up. energy during the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it's all up here, baby. Analytical. <laughs> Anyways, us, we went into overtime. I don't know if we're going to release a whole big podcast, but we got our first uh, um, uh, big, uh, big old guy. doing it like Yo, I'm on keto, bro. <laughs> you right. know what? I lost like a pound last night. Dude, that's so healthy i'm so happy for you i'm no, happy okay. for your journey
3: <laughs> wow
0: anything you coming to if you the weekend comedy
3: uh i'm doing the joke battle on monday so i'm gonna i'm gonna lose oh. that i'm very excited about that yeah yeah
2: who's hosting
3: um, uh i don't know i assume adam i assume Adam. Boy. hannigan's been hosting too oh really uh, they're the, it's like usually him or hannigan oh, that's cool I just, I haven't been, I've only been to the joke battle, like, six times, and I've only, and I've only participated in it, I think, twice.
0: Um, I'm just very scared of it. It's really good. A lot of, we're seeing, we saw Gully. Gully never goes there. We saw he? I thought he would go all the time. He's going now. He went to his, like, third one, and uh, I don't know, he was kind of panicking about the writing of jokes, but he got the topic of amputees, which is so perfect for Gulliver, right? And uh, it was funny, he went up there. And we we're all expecting, like, what's Kelly going to do? What's he going to do? This is right up his alley, And he just starts, like, just going on this, like, ha- like, hate-filled tirade about why he hates amputees. He's like, yeah, amputees are the worst day. They're always in your way. They never they ever can't carry anything. And he's saying this to the amputee guy who, like, give, give, yeah. Yeah, there was an amputee yeah. in the audience. And he's like, just on the bus. It's like, why am I waiting for this bullshit? Because this guy has no arms. I thought he was doing, like, a really clever, like, uh, comedian rant about a topic. one that's not okay to rant about so we all thought it was hilarious we're all like losing our shit and stuff and uh at the end of it i'm like that was brilliant that what a beautiful deconstruction of uh you know the comedian rant and then i'm like that was amazing what a beautiful deconstruction of the comedian rant and he's like oh i thought that i thought you were just supposed to be angry at amputees (laughs) (laughs) so it wasn't
2: that i just hate disabled
0: (laughs) exactly Oh, that's fun. Yeah, you say something, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, that
3: sounds... Uh, maybe I'll talk about amputees at the joke battle. If it worked for Gulliver, who says it can't work
0: for everyone? So we should probably end this podcast. If uh, you're an
2: amputee, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're missing any lids, fuck you.
0: <laughs> One
2: listener has no arms. He's like, I love the whole thing. The last part, though, yikes. <laughs>